Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Well, Scotty, when they say we're talking NBA, we know the basics of NBA, don't we? The very basics. Oh, some are a little more advanced than the basics. but One man who is across everything is, of course, the Nets reporter for Nets Daily, NBA content for basketballnews.com and host of the Clear Out podcast. His name is Matt Brooks, good friend of the show. Hey, Matt, we're excited. I don't know about you, whether you are, but we're going to get a chance to see Ben Simmons. We remember him. Yeah, I can't wait to watch him. You know, we've seen a glimpse of what he looks like on the floor in preseason. There's been some good and some bad and, Big thing is just it's exciting to get him actually back on the court. So a lot to watch for tonight. Now you're playing uh, Brooklyn Nets, are playing New Orleans, and it starts very, very shortly. We're speaking to you. You're actually underneath the stadium as we speak. Uh, we're watching you uh, on um, technology. And can you, can you exactly tell us where you are? Can you give us a bit of a tour and paint the picture for our listeners uh, who can't see you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm right, right next to the media room. We got a pregame presser starting up in a couple of minutes probably 20, 30 minutes um, with Coach Nash. And, uh, yeah, so this is a perfect time to sit down and chat and preview the season a little bit. Uh, looks fantastic. It's, it, for those who don't know, it's uh, the Barclays Centre, of course, and it's uh, one of the big uh, sporting auditoriums in the mm. world. Uh, what are we actually expecting from Ben Simmons in regards to court time today? What are you expecting we're going to see from Ben Simmons? They were pretty noncommittal, the Nets were, uh, about what, how many minutes he's going to play. Um, he's been playing in the range of, you know, 30s, low 30s, which is about his career average. So I, I think we'll probably get around his regular workload in terms of what he's doing on the floor. Um, all just depends if he can stay out of foul trouble and, and, you know, where the game goes. If this game gets out of hand either way, minutes will be a little bit shorter. But, yeah, I would expect a regular workload. Well, before we uh, keep going on the game that's just about to start, there has been a couple openers, Matt, and Golden State picking up where they left off uh, last season with a good win over the Lakers. And the big talking point, of course, being Draymond Green, Jordan Poole, who had a little punch on as you do between teammates. That happens all the time. But it didn't look like there was any bad blood on the floor last night. No, I think the takeaway was just the Lakers are uh, going to be it's going to be some growing pains, I think is probably a good way to put it. Oh, no. Um, that game was that game got out of hand, you know, pretty quickly. You could see where it was going. Um, Warriors didn't even play their best. You know, you could call it a championship hangover. But, yeah, uh, that game, I'd say it's just what the Lakers look like. I think it's going to be a long season. Obviously, it's very early, but it, it was it was a tough watch, I think, in a way. <laughs> and as, as Scotty mentioned, what about the Draymond Green-Jordan Poole stash uh, that we saw last week? Um, it looked as though there was no – outwardly signs that they didn't get on? Has that sorted itself out? I mean, from my vantage point, yeah. I mean, it looks like the chemistry is going to be just fine. I, the one thing I will say is I never was worried about Draymond as a competitor. Um, you know, I always kind of felt like he was going to show up and, you know, put 110% in because that's who he is. That's how he's kind of carved out a lane for himself in the NBA. And then, you know, Jordan Poole is a performer. So I think in that way, those two personalities are the right types of guys to kind of get past something like this. It's all just about, you know, whether they can continue to keep uh, the vibes, I guess, within that locker room as, you know, as good as possible. <laughs> Tough to do when you 
whack someone on the jaw at a <laughs> yeah. training centre. But anyway. That's what, look, as possible is doing a lot of work in that sentence. But. <laughs> yeah, it sure is, mate. What about Celtics? Yeah. Celtics uh, took apart uh, the, the 76ers. A couple of things to, to see. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, both hitting 35 points. It's a fair, uh, it's a fair double. Yeah, yeah, I thought I thought that game was super fun. I enjoyed watching that game way more than the Lakers Warriors game. Um, you know, I think there's a couple takeaways, but the big one for me was just Boston's offense. I thought looked excellent, um, just so much more comfortable uh, than they had in previous spots last year. It got a little, a little stagnant in certain spots, I guess, last year in the playoffs, and this year it just looked pretty fluid. I liked what they were doing with their star players and how they were using them, um, and I think that's reflective in both. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum scoring in the mid thirties. That's just reflective of a really good scheme. So yeah, that was, that was a super fun game though. It was like a great way to kick off the season. Matt Brooks, our guest Nets reporter with Nets daily and of course, basketballnews.com and host of the clear out podcast. And he's underneath the Barclays center ahead of the game, which starts very, very shortly Brooklyn Nets and uh, our man, Ben Simmons. Well, he's our man until he does something stupid or walks away. He was our man. And then we jumped off him because he was acting like a bit of a, Bit of a twat. Well, now we're, one of we're, our we're prepared men. to get back on board. Well, though. we are, but maybe we should say that our man has always been our man is Paddy Mills, who is much loved yeah. here in Australia. We're oh, looking yeah. forward to seeing what he does as well. He's got a new deal. How important is he to the team, Matty? Uh, especially in the short term, super important. Um, you know, you got Seth Curry and, and Joe Harris, both are kind of dealing with their respective injuries. So that means the Nets are going to need shooting, and that's what Paddy's going to provide. So uh, I expect him to be leaned on quite a bit. I think he's been the first or second guy off the bench in most of the preseason games so far. I wouldn't expect that to change just because, you know, you have Benson on the team. You want to put as much shooting as you can around him. So I do think Patty will be leaned on quite a bit, especially early in the season. And then everything off the floor in terms of the cultural value that he provides, uh, just being that guy in the locker room that is able to, you know, resonate with everybody. I think that is also incredibly important with him and a big reason why he was brought back. Hey, Matt, are you aware, and I'm sure you are because you're a learned young man, but would would the fans be aware of the stature of Paddy Mills in Australia? As much as we talk about, you know, all the other Aussies are doing well, but where he stands in, in the love of him as a human being and not just as a basketballer in Australia? We'll put it like this. I learned right away. He had his introductory presser what last year, and I don't think I've ever had more tweets uh, from. I, I feel like half of Australia was <laughs> found my tweets um, and was very positive about him and what he can add to the net. So yeah, I mean, I think everybody's learned that pretty quickly, uh, but especially all the reporters. He's a star on and off the court. There's no doubt about that. Uh, what about KD, mate? A lot of talk uh, in, with Kevin Durant about. Well, he made a lot of cryptic type comments during the, uh, the off-season about wanting to get out of Brooklyn. Now the fans received all of that. How's he going to be uh, received by, well, Brooklyn fans were fairly honest in their, in their appraisals. Yeah, it seems like people are, it's, things are good for now. Um, I think that's probably the best way to put it. Uh, you know, he's, he's back after an off-season of seeing what his options are and putting in a trade request. Um, that was rescinded, and now he's been pretty, you know, well-ingrained with the team. Um, playing within the systems that they've put in place. And he said all the right things as well. And then the fan base as well, I think has responded pretty well. I mean, that's what happens when you have the best player that you've ever had in franchise history yeah. um, wanting to stay or, or having to stay, I guess is probably yeah. a better way to put it. Um, that, I, you know, 
people aren't going to kick him to the curb in that way. I think is the best way to put it. He's so, too good. Guys. Yeah, things are good for him. He's too good to say no. We, we don't want him. Yeah. We don't want him. He's too good a yeah. player. They go, oh, yeah. that's okay. He, he, he was never going to leave. Hey Matt, what yeah. about uh, what about Kyrie Irving? We know that he was uh, restrictive in regards to how he could play and where he could play. What's the situation with him and vaccination over there at the moment? Uh, you know, there's, I mean, knock on every piece of wood I can find there's COVID is for now under control. So he's able to, uh, he's able to play. And that's kind of the situation at the moment. Uh, he's been very locked in. He's in a year where this is his last year on his, on his current deal. So he'll be a free agent next summer and he wants to get a large contract like every single player in the NBA does. So I think that's been extra motivation for him just to come in with the right approach. And, you know, so far, no hindrance because of COVID or anything like that. Right, Matt, you've seen uh, two games. I think that's enough for a professional like you to uh, be able to tell us who wins the championship uh, this season. Uh, that You know what you're talking about, mate. Uh, you got who, Who's your pick? Oh, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> boy, I, I'm like between Golden State and the Clippers. I might go the Clippers, but I think Golden State's probably a little bit safer just because uh, the Clippers with Kawhi and Paul George tend to run into some injury issues that the Warriors outside of the one year where literally everybody got hurt in the mm. finals have been mostly healthy. So I'm still going to go with the Clippers. I'm going to go a little risky. I noticed that you I whispered. Like I know you, I noticed you whispered that because you were in Brooklyn's heartland right there. Uh, so, so how do you think the Nets will go? And uh, you know, you can put it in code if you want. Uh, no, I actually think they have a really good shot at making the finals. Um, you know, some things that have to break right uh, just in terms of there can't be, any distractions, any injuries. They need probably the right road in the playoffs. There's certain teams that they might play against a little bit better than others. I think they play a little, they might profile better against a team like Milwaukee than Boston, for example. But if everything goes right, this is a really good team and they have a real chance at making the finals and winning the whole thing. Oh, they're clearly listening, Goss. There's someone listening to him right now. He's got nervous. <laughs> There's no one around me. Right, there's, sweat, there's sweat coming off your brow. <laughs> we, can, hey, we can see you. The, the audience can't, but we can see you down <laughs> the, down the Zoom line. doing a 360. Oh, yeah, you've yeah, just been going around, around and around. You've just been racking <laughs> up no, the steps. No, he's doing it. He's making himself a moving target. That's <laughs> real clever stuff. And I noticed, it's a panoramic view. I noticed that. I'm, we noticed you've got the, uh, the Nets colours on in that uh, little uh, lovely shirt you're wearing yeah, as well. Clever. You've got the grey, the silver, the black, the white. You've got it all covered. Hey, mate, appreciate it. I know you're excited. Uh, preseason is always a bit, well, I don't know, it's hard to get through in most sports, but when they hit to the court, it's going to be absolutely pumping there tonight. We appreciate it. We uh, see your stuff, Nets Daily, and on uh, basketballnews.com, and you can hear you on the Clear Out podcast. All the very best, mate, and may Ben Simmons provide you with plenty of material throughout the year. Thank you. Thanks for having me, as always. He's a good man. Matt Brooks joining us, and uh, we were excited, just about to get to tip off. It yeah. is Ben Simmons back on court. Intriguing. But our man, Paddy. Paddy's the man. He's the man. We're here for Paddy. We'll see what the other <laughs> bloke Simo does. <laughs> this is Scotty Ingalls.